0: Well, hello, friends. Welcome once again. This is Conversations with Alan. And my name is Phil. I'm here with Alan, which is always great because it's a conversation with you. (laughs) And I'm here with Mariana, too. Hello. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for being here again. Yep. And yeah, just looking forward to um, kind of this journey of unpacking. Uh, If you've had a chance, hopefully you've listened to maybe the first two um, episodes uh, that sort of set the table for what we're doing. But in a big picture sense, we're just using opportunities like this to uh, hear Alan's heart and and truly just have a conversation around things that are stirring. And specifically uh, right now, we're using this class that you've created, this Intimacy with Jesus class and the seven... um, Parts to that class are sort of seven themes, and so these first seven conversations we're going to have are sort of wrapped around that. And yeah, so before, though, we jump into any of that, uh, you celebrated a birthday last week.
1: Yep. Yay. How'd that go? That was awesome. It was such a... We spread it into four days, so it was so wow. fun. Thursday I had wow. off. That was my birthday. Well. And then Caleb and Lauren came. My kids, or my son and his wife came Friday. We spent the day together Rocky's Game, and then... Oh. Joel brought his girlfriend on Saturday, met her, hung out with them, and mm. Sunday we hung out, and Monday we hung out. It was awesome, actually, four days of just hanging out. That's awesome. With family, oh, it was so much fun. Outstanding. I know it was great. Wow, the Rockies win. They did. Yay. They won every game I've gone to this year. So <laughs> well, we need you to
0: go to all the games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good game. Need more than
1: that, but yeah. Oh, very
0: fun. Well, great. Well, awesome. again, I think just sort of jumping into this whole conversation we wanna have today. And our our theme today is uh, scripture meditation. And you know, it's at some level, Kind of makes sense. You know, I think when you, you hear those words together and it's maybe a phrase that some of us have heard. But I think what I've heard you talk about or how I've heard you talk about and process this, there's some things about scripture meditation that are really near and dear to your heart. So I kind of wanted to maybe open up the conversation that, that way. Just when you personally think of this idea of scripture meditation, um, what goes on inside of you? What, why are you drawn towards it? How has it impacted your relationship with Christ in a profound way? That kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Um... I think it goes back to that image in Psalm one of this tree planted by streams of water. And, and so no matter what season it is, it's experiencing fruitfulness and that image, and they tie it there into this idea of a person who delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on his word day and night. And, and so I, I feel like that's, How I envision meditation, it's not the sprint. It's not the one-time amazing experience in God's Word that changes me forever. It's the long-term interaction, engagement in God's Word over, again, a long period of time where I'm opening my heart to let God speak to me from His Word. And I just think there is... There's value in that kind of a long-term, almost marathon perspective of mm-hmm. meditation, rather than what is so common today—the two-minute soundbite that's got to be amazing. Um, so it, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit countercultural, I think, but it's so important. That's kind of how I've interacted with the the word over the years mm-hmm. in my own personal practice, and it's something that I. Love to have an opportunity to to share with others and maybe um, inspire them to to engage in the word in that kind of uh, with that kind of a vision. Yeah
0: what what would you say uh, your journey with that has been like? I'm intrigued when you say over the years. I'm thinking, wow that. Your your interaction with Scripture has probably looked very different at different points in your relationship with Christ or when you said yes to following Jesus, what it looked like then versus now. Like, Talk to us a little bit about the progression of how you've engaged Scripture and why this practice is so um, meaningful to you today as opposed to maybe how it, it wasn't a part of, as much in the past.
1: Yeah, it's... Um... There was probably a season years ago where it was much more of a duty, I think, and um, just read through the passage and, um, you know, check off, check the box, you know, going through it. And, and so I, I've certainly wrestled with that at various times. But more recently, this idea of reading, not for information, but for transformation. And so you're reading until we use the language of shimmers, you know, mm. reading until something shimmers. And so it's mm. this idea that I'm reading a passage, but I'm reading it not the way I would read a newspaper. I'm mm. reading it the way I would if just asking God to speak to me. Um, so and so that's probably more of the posture that in my recent years I've tried to adopt is, um, Lord, your servant is listening, speak to me from your word. And then reading the word, not trying too hard to get anything out of it, but having my heart open and attentive to whatever Mm -hmm. the Lord might want to bring to the surface and then being willing to slow down in that place and let the Lord, you know, take a dive and, you know, do a deep dive at that place and just see what the Lord wants to bring, bring to my mind.
2: Yeah, that's so good. That's so um, freeing to me because I'm not a great reader. Like I don't go far. Normally I'll read a little bit and I'll I'll get stuck or I won't go far, whatever the circumstance. But, But that frees me to understand that there's still so much value in that. Because if I'll start reading a chapter and right away something catches my attention and you say shimmer, I remember years ago. Um, somebody taught me if a word jumps off the page and that kind of idea and, and I catch it and I actually can't get past it because suddenly I'm sucked into that word or that whatever it might be, that picture of what's going on. And then I'll stay there and my mind will go away. And now, you know, suddenly I think with your perspective, helps me to see that's actually the goal. That's actually the value of something is coming to life right now, you know, rather than me being, uh, uh, you know, feeling shame that I'm not going far and reading however many chapters I'm actually having, something is happening here in this one verse and that maybe I'll be chewing on for days.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> this is the tension I feel because I really am big on having a plan rather than just starting, okay, I'm going to spend time with the Lord and I've got this big Bible. Where do I start? I think that's overwhelming for most people, Yeah. but with the plan, I'm also huge on not doing a plan that you feel like, you're you have to read a certain amount to get mm-hmm. through the Bible in a year or whatever. I use right. the one-year Bible, but I never. I'm not trying to get through it in a in a year. Mm-hmm. So then there's that freedom. Right. I know where I'm going to start reading, but I can read as far as I want or as as short as I want, right. just wherever the Lord you know stops me, um, and gets my attention.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So okay, unpack that dynamic of shimmering just a little bit more because at first like the idea of something jumping off a page or shimmering like i like oh i love that and then i start thinking about what does that actually mean what does that feel like how do i know that shimmered or i was supposed to stop there or something is jumping off the page and i now need to meditate on it like on just again what's your experience there that would help us understand that better
1: yeah it's not i don't want to make it sound overly spiritual (laughs) i think it's it's Something that feels relevant, feels important, it feels particularly relevant to my life situation right now is probably the way to describe it. And so then when we're stopping... It's not as much, hey, I'm going to pull out all these maps of the Bible and all these encyclopedias. And, you know, I mean, some people love that and that's totally cool. But what I'm envisioning is I'm stopping in that moment and then I'm asking, Jesus, what are you saying to me here? And so there's something that feels really applicable in what I'm reading and taking time to pause. What is that? Maybe it's obvious but maybe it's like there's something that feels really relevant here. Lord, what are you wanting to say to me? So that's kind of what I what I envision or what I experience when I'm talking about shimmering. And it doesn't happen every day. And so that's where there's a... There's a it's like running a race. There's a long-term view of this where I'm opening my heart to Scripture mm. over time. And sometimes, some days, things will really shimmer and be relevant. Some days, they won't really. And that's okay. There's no condemnation or guilt. Mm. You know, I feel like I'm pouring into my life, you know, from God's word and allowing him to speak if he wants to do that.
2: Yeah. One thing that I really like to do is now with the Bible app, you can select a verse and compare the translations. And then you see all the different words that I used. And that sometimes if I'm reading and I get caught somewhere, I'll that up and see the different translations. And it's amazing how much I experience just hearing the different wordings. So the other day when you asked the question, Phil, I was reading Ephesians um, and says, be kind and whatever translation I was reading, uh, tender hearted. And I, I mean, I was halfway through the verse and I already had to stop because right away it came to my mind, all these interactions that I had had with my family. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I wasn't really tender hearted. Let me see other words for it and compassionate and, you know, and all the different things. And and it was just that that movement again, it's it wasn't informational but it was it was transformation it was inspiration and so I, I spent the rest of the day thinking of the word tender-hearted you know what does it mean to be tender-hearted how can I be you know how does that influence my relationships and it was that one word that I kept kind of chewing on and seeing everything through that lens that's kind I, of I, I love that hmm. because
1: then meditation isn't just um something I do for 10 minutes in my quiet time it's something like that, you're chewing on it throughout the day. It becomes this point of kind of this access point throughout the day where we can think about a word that maybe earlier was on our heart or a verse. And the more we just sit in it at a stoplight or chew on it, Mm -hmm. it does start to come to life um, and feel more applicable to specific areas of our lives, which is cool when that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So thinking through your, your past week, I know you've been partying pretty hard, but <laughs> has there been things that you've been meditating on that God's been speaking to you in the last few days that you're just, it's been ruminating, it's been impacting kind of your life?
1: There was, um, yeah, for the past few weeks, actually, this passage in Hebrews 12 of of um, laying aside every weight and the sin that so easily entangles and I I just have been thinking a lot about that about the weight that I carry the weights that I carry and also the sin that's the sins that easily entangle me and what does it look like to kind of fix my eyes on Jesus in that so that's been one passage that I feel like has had a weightiness hmm. to it for me personally for a few weeks now. Even when I'm continuing my Bible reading, I will find my heart and my mind returning um, hmm. you know, to that passage.
0: That's great. All right, one more question yeah. for me. Um, trying to think think about somebody who maybe... Uh, scripture isn't attractive to them or the concept of meditating on scripture isn't an intuitive response. And I know for all of us, we've we've been around the Bible and scriptures and even a culture that you know, celebrates that and supports that. But put yourself in that mindset of somebody that maybe is just like, I don't know, the Bible and scripture, why would I spend the energy to, to do this? So I could meditate on other things. Um, well, I don't know. What words did you have? What... What questions would you have somebody who's exploring that and maybe exploring this concept of truly meditating on Scripture for the first time?
1: Yeah, I think one question I'd have would be why? What? What really? Just unpacking a little more of what? What is it that keeps them from even? Or it keeps them from having a desire to do that? Is it the Bible feels too complicated? Is it there are things in the Bible that there are things in the Bible that are difficult or offensive? Is it, you know those those kinds of things. Um, the thing that I, I would encourage them also to think about is that 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 our faith is in the person of Jesus, and Jesus valued the scriptures, and so that's where I would encourage someone just to kind of contemplate this idea of. If Jesus valued these scriptures, you know the way he did, which he did. And 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 you see him teaching on it. He's using them. You see him when he's hanging on a cross; scripture comes out mm-hmm. of his mouth in this moment of agony. So here's a man, son of God who scripture, what he was filled with scripture and we're followers of him. Mm. And I say that not as a guilt thing, more as what are we missing Mm. if we're not tapping into something that Jesus himself tapped into and found incredibly valuable. Um, and the other thing I would say is no guilt about, they don't have to read the whole Bible. Start with the book of john start with the gospel start with the life of jesus and just let his life speak to your life start with the sermon on the mat it really you know it's there are places in scripture it's not that we have to understand every theological concept and every word in the bible start start with jesus if they're having a hard time kind of even waiting in man just start with him go at your own pace and every time you have time set aside to spend with the lord Say, Jesus, would you speak to me from your word and then begin to read slowly and prayerfully read and see what happens. I think they will be pleasantly surprised at the way the word will come alive to them. Yeah.
2: So good.
0: All right. Hey, Alan, thank you. Yeah. Very much. Mariana, thanks for being here.
2: Yeah, good to be here.
0: All right. Until next time. Thanks, everybody.